Hi, my name is Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. This is episode 29, Stop Living into the Wreckage of the Future. I find myself saying really often to people in recovery, stop living into the wreckage of the future. It's what I used to do all the time, so I'm very familiar with the phenomenon, and I got the phrase from recovery because we say we clean up the wreckage of the past, and I've just flipped it around to be about the future. This is a really important point because many of us spend an enormous amount of time catastrophizing about the future. Not only do we assume that the future is going to be shitty, but then we plan for the shittiness and we have all these contingency plans for when all these variations of shittiness will happen to us. And what we're doing is pretty much traumatizing ourselves or at least activating our internal drugstore with adrenaline and cortisol to get ready for battle. We're also not in the present moment, which is the only point in time that is real and the only point in time over which we have any control. And we're not really living our actual life. We're living in our heads in some abominable future. And we're more likely creating a self-fulfilling prophecy when we catastrophize like this. I can say this because this is the stuff that I used to do. I know that I've mentioned in previous podcasts that I spent a lot of time having conversations in my head with people. I'd be like, oh, well, I'm going to say this, and then he's going to say that, and then I'll say this, and then he'll say that. And I'd carry it on and on and on, and I'd make plans for how I'd respond to the other person's supposed responses, and I'd get all worked up about something. And none of that shit has ever happened. Not one of those conversations has ever happened the way I thought it would. In addition to having conversations about the future, living into the wreckage of the future could mean that people decide that if something is going to happen, it's going to be the absolute worst case scenario. For example, a friend of mine was told he had to leave his apartment. Instead of looking at it as an opportunity to live in a new neighborhood, to have an adventure, he decided this means I'm going to be homeless. Now, chances are that a well-educated person who has a job and has lived in various places before is not going to be homeless when they find out they have to leave their apartment. So catastrophizing and living into the wreckage of the future in that case may not actually lead to the person becoming homeless. It may not become a self-fulfilling prophecy, but at the very least, it leads away from peace and it increases stress. And we're likely to blame that external event for the problem when it's really how you interpret the situation that is the root of the problem. Think of it like this. If being told that you had to leave your apartment in a certain period of time was the root of the problem in this scenario, was the root of the stress, then 100% of the time when people were told they have to leave their apartments, every single person would have the same exact reaction. It wouldn't be possible for different people to have different reactions to that happening if 
the event were actually the cause. But the reality is many people would be excited about the opportunity to move along, perhaps because they wanted to move sooner anyway, but didn't want to worry about losing their security deposit. And this gave them the opportunity to move and not lose their security deposit. The fact that some people would respond to that news as a good thing and some people respond to it as a bad thing shows that it's not the thing that's happening that's the problem. It's about the way you spin it in your brain. I've mentioned several times that the greatest gift of my recovery has been understanding my part in things. So in the case of living into the wreckage of the future and being stressed all the time, my part was continually fantasizing about what could go wrong and then activating that inner drugstore, which makes it more likely for me to reach for whatever it is I've used in the past to numb whether it's a substance or a codependent relationship or projecting my shit onto the world. When we live into the wreckage of the future, we're not living in reality. So I caution you about living into the wreckage of the future. It seems to me when I bring this to people's attention, a lot of times they go, oh, that's right. I am living into the wreckage of the future. And then they'll turn right around and say something like, well, but I want to be prepared. Well, there's a difference between being prepared and planning out every single contingency that could possibly happen, especially when you've assumed all those contingencies are going to be naked. Excuse me, negative Freudian slip. It's fine to have an idea of what's okay and what's not okay with you. In fact, that's good. That's called having boundaries. But being attached to the outcome of events or conversations is not healthy. In fact, it's crazy making. One of my daily readers the other day said that when we don't have clarity, we rush to judgment. One way to interpret that is when we don't know what the outcome is going to be, we rush rush to judgment. Well, here's a newsflash for you, people. You don't know the outcome of anything ever. You may have a certain degree of certainty with some things compared to other things, but you really don't know what's going to happen in life. And that's what the serenity prayer is all about. That's what recovery is all about, is understanding that it doesn't matter how much time and energy you put into trying to predict the future or plan the future, or another way of saying that might be trying to control the world around you and other people, places, and things. It's not going to happen. So don't live into the wreckage of the future. Because if you start catastrophizing about the future and deciding all the horrible things that are going to happen, then you're going to start planning for them, which is kind of like planning them. And you're putting all your energy in that direction. So chances are much higher that you're going to create that stuff for yourself. Oh, and by the way, if you're anything like I was when I lived into the wreckage of the future, you're probably going to blame other people or the universe or fate or God for that. 
even though you've been planning all that stuff in your head, probably for years on end. So instead of living into the wreckage of the future, try living in the present moment. One of the reasons why people who meditate talk about the breath all the time is because if you're paying attention to your breath, you are paying attention to now. You're paying attention to the present moment, which is the point of power, meaning we only have power in the present. We don't have power in the past because it no longer exists and we can't change what happened, and we don't have any power in the future because it doesn't exist yet. And that includes the wreckage or the beauty of the future. We can lay the groundwork, but spending mental energy to create negative scenarios of our future is counterproductive. You may think you're preparing yourself in case something goes wrong, but you're really making the shit more likely to happen. That being said, you still have to take action. You still have to live as if there's going to be a future. So paying your bills, going to work on time, putting gas in the car are definitely things you need to do. But those aren't the kinds of things I'm talking about. When I caution someone against living into the wreckage of the future, I'm usually talking to them about their relationships and their conversations with others or things like the homeless scenario I already mentioned. When we live into the wreckage of the future, we decide that this plan we are creating in our heads is going to be the natural course of action and that it must be so. When in reality, if you're living into the wreckage of the future is anything like mine was, none of that shit is going to happen the way you think it is. Here's a good way to figure out if living into the wreckage of future is helping you. Is it working? Is your life working out the way you want it to or the way that you're planning for it to be? It's probably not working out the way you want it to do or you wouldn't feel the need to be prepared for this shit. So try something new. One of the principles in recovery is being open-minded. You wouldn't be in recovery if your life was working well. And you have to be open-minded to the possibility that there's something you don't know, something you haven't tried. So if you're going to spend time visualizing the future, visualize good things and put your energy into manifesting that. Now, if that seems impossible to you, then I recommend you live in the present. Bring yourself back to the present when you find yourself living into the wreckage of the future. And the best way to do that is to pay attention to your breathing. You can do this by taking three really nice, deep breaths. In fact, Why don't you do that with me right now? Make sure that you pay attention all the way through the inhale. Pause for a moment at the end of the inhale and breathe out slowly and pay attention all the way through the end of the exhale. Then pause for a moment before taking the next inhale. Excuse me, inhale. Here we go. 
If you do that three times in a row, you'll be amazed at how different your body is. What that's going to do is not only focus you on the present, but it's going to calm you because shallow breathing is what we do when we're stressed, when we're preparing preparing for battle. By breathing deeply, you're telling your body, I'm not stressed and I don't have to live into the wreckage of the future. That's it for today. If you like what you've heard here, then you just might be interested in private coaching with me. If that sounds like you, head on over to my website, which is higherpowercoachingandconsulting.com and click on the contact menu. I'd be happy to schedule a consultation with you to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change, but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous, and free. So if that's you, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe so you can be sure to get future episodes of my podcast. Thanks again.